Welcome, welcome to episode 24. 24. This is yes, officially Kobe year. R.I.P. Kobe. Um, welcome to episode 24, y'all. Um, we missed y'all, man. We missed y'all. We missed y'all, man. Uh, was we here last week? No, we wasn't here last week, but we was here the week before last. Um, uh, Mother's Day was last week. Um Happy Mother's Day to all the real moms out there. Y'all can call it a curve if y'all want to. Y'all say Happy Father's Day to all the real dads. So it counts for the mothers nowadays too. We in 2022. It's a lot of deadbeat moms out there too. I mean, the daddies ain't around and you see how the kids winding up. So the moms wasn't doing too good. <clears throat> so... I'll put y'all on blast real quick, but not for too long because fucking with us, it's about to be Father's Day any minute now, you know, how we be fucking around with the episodes. Um, but, um, we came in on, ain't none of this shit permanent, ain't none of this shit permanent. Um, who that from, um, that was Rihanna's song? Yeah, Mike Will made it. Yeah, yeah. Or for his album, I think. I think he had like a little compilation album or something. He the one that had got Miley Cyrus popping for a quick minute. And then, you know, once she got popular with the niggas, that's when she was like, I don't want to fuck with y'all niggas no more. And now she doing some pop rock star bullshit. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, how was y'all week, man? How was y'all week? Um, my week was fulfilled with a lot of stuff. I'm gonna let P go first because I don't want to step on her birthday weekend. So, I want her to be able to tell you guys about her birthday weekend. P just had a birthday. Happy birthday to P. Oh, it was yesterday, huh? Yes, P's birthday was yesterday. But, you know, we coming down off the weekend. I'm going to celebrate all months. It got real crazy after Mother's Day. It was really like a countdown to my birthday. Um, I want to spend the rest of the day. Well, not today because I do plan on drinking some more. But I'm work today. So I'm going to sober up tonight, I guess. I had a great time. Uh, I chilled with my babe. My babe took me to Ruth Chris for dinner. Had a great time there. And then okay. I got to my favorite comedians, Bill Burr.
I can't I couldn't take any pictures because it was um they were recording for Netflix. Mm-hmm. So they locked up our phones in like these little pouches and shit. But it was dope, it was a great experience. I was super lit. We had a good time, we laughed, we drank. And Bill Burns funny as fuck. If you don't know who he is, check him out. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to find the um see the show on Netflix soon. But uh, yeah, that was my birthday. You know, I'm getting older, so I was just chilling. It was my son's birthday too, so like it was Mother's Day, my son's birthday, then my birthday all in one week. So it was yeah, so fun. she got bust in the head, y'all. Man. It's it's a surprise that we hear this week, but I guess this is all part of her birthday present. <laughs> now this is my birthday, birthday present to her. I like you know the, part, the show is a, a really big part of my life now, so I really do enjoy being here. And Trey plays a little bit of my birthday about the pump bottle of champagne and. Yeah, speaking of that, let's take a shot. Well, we'll do that during uh, when we go to commercial break. Uh, But I I forgot, um, you know, we had a little bit of some of that drink and drink left. Um, But yeah, man, um, P had a beautiful birthday weekend. I had a beautiful weekend. Shout out to my babe for making it. Yes, shout out to babe. Let's clap it up for the babe. For the screams. Ah! That's how they scream? Yeah. I think that sounded like I was falling or something. That didn't sound like a... Falling, stand up. Yeah, something. But, um, yeah, man, um, I'm happy you had a good birthday weekend, P. Um, I know you don't always, like, celebrating your birthday. Um, because no. this is not always a happy time of the year for you. But I'm happy that you're with somebody that makes it special. That's big. It is very, very important to celebrate yourself. That's very important. And people won't tell you that. So, if you're listening, celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself, man. Um, Be appreciative of all your accomplishments, even the ones that other people think is little. Because I'm not even going to say even the ones you think is little. ain't. Because don't shit be little to me. Like, it be big for me. And to other people, it would probably be like, oh, you just... You just get in a, <coughs> an apartment and it's like, no, that's big for some people. You know what I mean? That's big no matter how old you are. Some people be 25 with their first apartment and some motherfuckers be 35 or 45 with their first apartment. So it really don't matter what what your goals is, your personal goals to you is what's important. And don't compare your dream to others. To no one else's because people be lying. Yeah, people be lying and you don't know what it took for people to get to where they mm-hmm. are. That too. I used to have people tell me they wanted their kids to be like me. And I was like, you don't really know me like that. I'm just saying, I'm a depressed shit, so I hope your kids are better than me. So don't be like me, be better than me. 
For real, because like I said to y'all a couple of episodes back, like P said, you can't compare your life off of somebody else's from pictures or videos or or reels or whatever, because, you know, people be lying for one. And for two, if they, you know, when people not, like P said, you don't know what a person had to go through to get to where they at and to get to what they got in their life. You feel what I'm saying? So you just got to do it yourself. And once you start doing it yourself, then you start to realize, oh, I know why people used to say that before. Oh, I know why, you know, people used to tell me to do it this way before. You just never tried it that way. But, um, man, we're going to have some fun today. We're going to have some fun today. Once again, this is episode 24. Oh, yeah, I never even told y'all about my week. Um, I ain't do shit, man. I ain't do nothing. Um, I took the day off. Um, what, what night was that? Uh, I worked Sunday through Thursday. Thursday. Yes, yeah, so I took off Thursday night. And I had me a full, nice little three-day weekend, man. So I was able to relax. That's really all I've been needing from my job is some relaxation. And now I'm about to work, work, work like Rihanna and Drake until my birthday. And then, you know, we're going to have some more fun. Um, That's my song right there. It's these young boys, man, that's around the location where we at. And these little niggas be getting it popping. And it be making me think, like, was I like this when I was a teenager? You know what I mean? Like, these little niggas be having females in and out of they shit. Like, and then the girls that be coming through, they be all dirty looking and nasty looking and wearing the same. These bitches done had on the same clothes since Friday. Easily, I don't even think this was yesterday morning when we seen them creeping out that house. This was probably the other morning. And people's like, those the same girls I seen the other day. And it's like... Then these niggas be outside looking all dirty and shit with no shirts on. Shout out to my cousin Netta B, yo, because um, Netta B used to say that shit all the time. She used to be like, that's, she, you know, that's some dirty shit when a boy... when. Boys be outside with no shirt on. If it ain't no pool around, you feel me? We ain't on a beach. If you just walking around with no motherfucking shirt on, you ain't, you know, you ain't coming from the gym. You ain't even running around the motherfucking track, my nigga. Why you just walking around with no shirt on? That's some dirty shit. Shout out to my cousin, that be, for always bringing that right there to my attention. Uh... And shout out to all the other people that be checking in. Uh, shout out to everybody that was on the check-in last episode with us. Um, this episode, we got a whole lot of stuff to talk about because we wasn't here last week. Um, I really meant to do my research about that uh, Meg the Stallion, Gail King um, interview. But I don't really give a fuck that much. I'm telling you right now from this moment on, I'm not saying nothing else about Maganum until the motherfucking trial start. Until then, I don't give a fuck about what's going on with either one of them as far as when it comes to this case. And from what I heard, this is not Meg versus Tory. This is the state versus um, Daystar because that's his real name. Um, yeah, don't look at me crazy. R.I.P. to his moms. I'm not saying nothing crazy about nobody's name. 
Well, not him specifically, because I can't be like, what was a motherfucker thinking? Um, but yeah, this, so I didn't know that. I thought this was a matter of her, you know, telling the truth about somebody doing something to her. But then, well, I don't know. I have to fact check that because I heard that from off of the See The Thing Is podcast. And they be styling. <laughs> they, be, they be lying. So I have that's something for P to do. When we go to a break, P going to check that out for us. And I'm going to let y'all know, really, what is Tory going to court for? Because I, I don't know at this point anymore. I don't know no more. But um, when we come back, I'm going to give y'all that info. And, oh, my bad. I was I was thirsty. And P like, you can't even drink. <laughs> P like, the only thing you could do up here, bitch, is talk once we press record. Um... But yeah, man, um, and it's early. It's only 12.30, so this might be a pretty long show, right? And I slept two nights overnight, so this might be a pretty long show. I'm about to go take some shots. I suggest y'all niggas to go take some shots and just chill. Um, If y'all at the desk, if y'all taking long drives in that truck, you know, holla, holla. We be right back. This is episode 24. Let's go. Again, this is episode 24. You heard, and uh, we're gonna be here for a minute because I got a lot of shit to talk about. I got a lot of shit on my motherfucking mind today. I ain't been here for a while. You feel me? I don't think I broke it down like this in a while, but um, um, let's start off with some Kendrick. Uh, I heard the Kendrick album in its entirety, I had the whole weekend to sit with it. Um, I've seen a lot of people was upset because uh, he had this man, Kodak Black, on there. 
And um, we done had the episodes about accountability. We we done had a lot of episodes about a lot of shit up here. It's going on two years since we've been doing this. Next month, end of the next month, I think sometime around like that, we gonna be on season three in this motherfucker. So we've been doing this for a while. And um, a lot of people, you know, was upset that he had this nigga on there. Because y'all know Kodak be saying some real um crazy shit. Like, especially when it comes to women. Like, um, it's documented. I ain't about to sit up here and say exactly what he was saying. Because I don't got none of that shit on hand. And y'all can look that shit up. Google it. Whatever. Here you go, P. And, you know, um, he also been locked up for, you know, doing stuff and, you know, shit like that to women or whatever the case may be. Yes. So, with we all, with we know the type of man Kendrick Lamar is, you know, we just, a lot of people were surprised that he would even, I guess, work with somebody like that. But that's another thing. We don't know these people on a personal level. You feel what I'm saying? For instance, my little cousin, I ain't going to mention his name, <laughs> but my little cousin, now he's like 20, 23 or 25, some shit like that. But when we was back in Jersey and when he was like 12 years old, him and like six other little boys, some little girl had told that he was one of the little boys that touched on her and she lied. And he was like 12, 13 at this time. My little cousin had to be going. He had to go to court and everything for this shit. Because the little girl lied about him having sex with her. Now, she did let the other boys run a train on her. And my little cousin, he just seen the tape. He wasn't there. He wasn't around. The other little niggas was just going around telling people. And maybe my little cousin teased her some shit. And she threw his name up in the motherfucking, you know, up in the shit. So, I know women be lying. Girls be lying. I know this shit for a fact. I just be caping for women because I am a woman. And I don't, and I just think about why would a woman lie about something like that. And that's where I be coming from with it. So I just say all that to say, from the outside looking in, somebody else could be looking at my little cousin like, yo, he touched some motherfucking body. And I, being that I know him, it'll be like, no, nah, that shit was a lie. So it could be the same thing for niggas like Kodak. Like, yeah, these motherfuckers could be saying he doing all this, but you don't know these people. And the people that do know them, they know a little bit more. They got a little bit extra information, which is the information of knowing the story from the inside, not looking from the outside in. Now, I'm not caping for this nigga, and I ain't caping for whoever feel like Kendrick Lamar should have never had this nigga on his album. And Kodak on the album like four or five times. Listen, like P said, I agree with her. Make your own album. <laughs> and you can have whoever you want to have on that motherfucker. You feel me? I don't know what be going on in Kendrick mind, but I know from what we see in him, it be a method to all his madness. And from what somebody had uh, tweeted, they said something about um, just giving people grace. Like, if a person do something wrong, 
And if you feel like, damn, that was fucked up, that they ignorant and they'll know better, you know, to you, they'll know better than to do this or do that. Once you do whatever you did, and and once you, you know, deal whatever crime you committed, or you know, whatever you feel like you put into the world that was fucked up, and you deal with yourself, in order for you to forgive yourself and to get over that. That's your personal journey. Like that ain't for nobody else. You know, that ain't we we can't judge nobody for what they out here doing. You feel me? And if a person changed their ways or even if they don't know, then maybe that's up to you to try to help somebody through that. We don't know what that little ass nigga Kodak be going through, but that motherfucker look crazy as fuck. I know that much. And if a person like Kendrick Lamar had an opportunity or if he had opportunity to sit down with somebody like Kendrick Lamar, I'm quite sure that man probably gave that little nigga some game to, to go off with. You feel what I'm saying? Something to, you know, to think a different type of way. He probably, Kodak probably ain't never meet no type of niggas like Kendrick. Nobody to tell you you doing something wrong. You feel what I'm saying? Like, nobody to keep it real with you and be like, yo, I don't give a fuck what you done did. I know you trying to change. And come on, I'm going to put you on the album. Like, what you want people to shun motherfuckers or make people? Yeah, like you ain't never did nothing wrong. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I understand why bitches be mad. Because they trying to say he is the dude that came at Lotto and was trying to fuck. It was like, you can't put the song out if you won't let me fuck. Because Lotto still haven't said who was the dude that said that to her. Some people were saying it was Wheezy. Some people were saying it was Kodak because of shit that he had said about women in the past. <clears throat> and all these niggas be saying some flagrant shit about women. Like Rick Ross done said he can't have a female artist because he'll fuck around and want to have sex with him. Like so it's like none of these niggas can be a platonic friend unless they fucking you. Or unless they was who they are before the money. Because we know before the money, y'all had a lot of regular female friends. Because ain't nobody want y'all bum ass niggas. But now with the money, y'all feel like every female just wants y'all for y'all money. And it's like y'all got to treat every woman like a hoe. And the ones that get a little bit close, those may be the ones that be the baby mothers. And then Future also even had the nerve to say that if he had two kids by a woman, uh, she need to realize that that that's a sign of him liking her a little bit more because he don't have he don't have two kids by none of his baby mothers. So you mean to tell me I got to have two kids with you in order for me to feel like, oh, yeah, he really loved me. Like, these niggas just be saying some dumb shit out of their mouths. And and it's crazy because it ain't that many niggas on their level. No, no matter how many rap stars y'all, y'all see out there, everybody ain't got Diddy money or, you know, certain people type of money. And Future been around a long time, so I'm quite sure he got a nice little bag going on over there. So you got to have a certain type of money to be saying shit like that. And it be a lot of regular bum niggas out there feeling like they can say shit like that. Because that's the type of shit y'all niggas out here saying and putting that. That's why a lot of niggas be out here waiting for future albums to drop. 
Cause they feel like he got some game. Like what? What is he? Y'all niggas can't live like Future living if y'all ain't got that money. Oh, I guess, or, or if you ain't living in Atlanta, cause you can just you could be an average motherfucker living in Atlanta acting like you Future, and you can probably you know um, relate to what he's talking about. Cause he really ain't doing nothing but talking about stripper lifestyle for real, for real. If you go out. And you fuck with the strippers all, all day, every day, on Wednesdays, uh, Sundays, and Tuesdays. You know the lifestyle we talking about. Me, I don't know that lifestyle. I don't fuck with strippers. I call myself saying I want to go see, I, I want to go to the strip club on my birthday. And motherfuckers like, girl, bye. We going to be, we going to have a bonfire on the beach. <laughs> like, don't nobody want to go really see no strippers if that's not your type of lifestyle. You feel what I'm saying? And I ain't never really cared to, you know, see strippers. It was just an idea because I was going to be around a, you know, a bunch of guy cousins. So I thought that was maybe something they want to do. But don't nobody care about that shit. But anyway, um, yeah, man. So I don't know. I mean, I understand why niggas is mad because he got Kodak on his album. But I, I enjoyed the album thoroughly. Um, if, if you listen to an album and that shit make you go through emotions and make you cry and make you happy and make you sad and make you smile and make you dance. And that's what I experienced with this Kendrick Lamar album. Um, and it, oh, Kendrick always make me cry. Every single one of his albums make me cry. Um, Good Kid, Mad City, that, that album made me cry. Um... What was the next one after that? Um, to Pimp a Butterfly, that shit definitely made me cry. I don't even want to tell you what Damn did. I couldn't even finish listening to the album Damn because that shit just had me bawling. And that's what Kendrick always do whenever I listen to his music. And if your music don't do that for me, I ain't saying your shit ass if it don't do that for me because ain't like Amigos album be making me cry. But they last album, Culture 3, was the shit. But it still made me go through all them emotions. Like the 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 music was hot, the beats was hard, and everything they were saying made sense. You feel me? We ain't hear from the Migos in like a year and a half, two years, and they came back out like straightening. You feel me? And that whole album was dope from top to bottom. And to me, they delivered the way Migos delivered. And it's the same thing with Kendrick. And that's how Kendrick always delivered for me. He always made me cry. So that's what I'm always looking forward to when I listen to a Kendrick album. And that's what he did for me. Um, I'm sorry if y'all got, if y'all lost all that once y'all heard Kodak Black fucking voice. And he must do something to y'all and y'all soul if he can fuck up a whole album for y'all by just hearing his voice. That's that's a you problem, not a him. <laughs> for real, for real. Because I enjoyed the album and every part that Kodak Black was in, honestly, it was hard. I ain't going front from the poem that he read to that song that we started off playing when we came back. Like, it was pretty hard. So if y'all haven't heard the album, go check it out. And being that I spoke about it right now, I ain't even going to speak about it when we get to the music segment because you already heard how I feel about it. Um, What else we got to talk about? There's it's a lot of other shit we got to talk about up there. I know you got some notes, P. Because um, you were sending me some stuff throughout the week. So I know you got some notes over there. Um, let's start off with Trina. Trina, you feel me? Um, 
the city of Miami to honor rapper Trina with her own day. Okay. Yes, about time, bro, because people don't speak about Trina enough, to be honest. Now, me, I'm not from where she's from. I'm from the East Coast. However, if you reached us and you from a different demographic, you pretty big. And if she got to us, she should be real, real big wherever she at, wherever she from in Miami. Um, but not too many people speak about her that much. And we got to start giving her props. Do she have a star? Yeah, I don't think she, shit. I don't think no female rapper have a star for real, for real. I mean, I know Queen Latifah probably got one, and maybe uh, MC Light. I was maybe Queen Latifah before MC Light. No, I was just saying I'm if if it is, I'm not saying it's one or the other. It could be two. I know yeah. Queen Latifah definitely yeah, got one. That's a fact. Um, cause the queen is up there. Jersey. I got to get her on my leg on my Jersey tag. Um, but anyway, Queen Latifah definitely, she definitely should have one. But, um, yeah, we got to get Trina a star. Um, and from, yo, you can actually pay to just get a fucking star. Like, it's not that hard for you to get a star. It's crazy cause when you younger, Cause yo, every episode I've been telling y'all niggas done got a star. From Fat Joe. Like everybody not saying these people don't deserve to get a no, not Fat Joe, I'm sorry, DJ Khaled. Um, not saying these people don't deserve to get a star, but when I was younger, it felt like you had to be on another level to get a star. Like you wasn't just a fucking hip hop artist out here getting stars and shit. And lately it been a lot of niggas getting stars. He just got one. I think they just gave one to Ashanti. You know what I mean? Yeah, because who was there? I was like, do they know each other? Yeah. Candy? No, it was somebody so random. I want to look it up. Like, BB or CC? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, yeah. A lot of people just been getting stars. I think that shit only costs like five G's. But anyway, um, May 14th. Ooh, May 14th. That's P birthday. Oh, we got to go to Miami one year for P birthday and celebrate that shit um, with Trina on that. Because cause you... Oh, okay. Uh, Gina. Gina from Martin. Yeah, because you know you know they're going... Oh, Tashina on my bad. Uh, she Tasha. Because ain't Gina named like Tisha or Tasha? Yeah, I knew it was... They, Something was similar about their names. I so that was uh Pam. Yeah, what the fuck was Pam doing? Uh, maybe they friends. Um, May 14th will officially be Trina Day in Miami, and the rapper will also be getting the keys to the city. Let's go, Trina Trina. Oh, yeah, you know she gonna have a motherfucking uh a block party on her day. While speaking with reporter Alex Miranda from News 7, Miami, ahead of her big day, Trina says she's in shock. She added, I'm just excited to be in this space and to see how far I can help the community and my city grow. It means everything to me. She went to express how proud she is of herself, just watching me continue to evolve, seeing me grow as a person, as a woman. The veteran rapper went on to share some advice for the new girls in the game. Trina said, sometimes they get lost in the source. You got to really stay in and you got to develop. You got to make it a career. You have to love it like you have to marry the game. 
The celebration for the Trina, for Trina Day is set to kick off this Saturday. It will have live music, food, games, and so much more on Northwest 15th Ave in Liberty City from 63rd to 65th Street. Okay. Shout out to Trina. And I just said, you know she's going to have a block party. So next year, everybody need to head out there to Miami. Where's it at? Northeast. 15th Ave in Liberty City. That sound like the hood, Trina. But we ain't never scared of no hood. Um, oh, yeah, man. We ain't even touch on this. Um, let, let's just get to some more good news before we touch on what's going on within the hip-hop community. Real quick. Um, Mona Scott Young said to produce new Bravo reality show starring SWV and Escape. I don't think Pete is sometimes. <laughs> see, some, see, it's a lot of stuff I don't discuss with Pete at all. So, like, sometimes when I'm giving these stories, she'll look over like, what? What the fuck? And that's the same thing I thought when I read this. Like, why would we want to see this? Like, what is this about? I didn't even read it. I just took the screenshots and was like, I'll talk about it during the show. And um, this is coming from Hollywood. Unlock. I be getting all my info from over there. So shout out to, um, what's the dude over there that run that shit? The gay dude, what's his name? Shout out to Jason Lee. Shout out to him from over there at Hollywood Unlock. Yo, he did start from the dirt. I remember when, I remember you, Jason Lee. I ain't gonna, <laughs> I remember where you came from. But anyway, um, Mona Scott Young is reportedly producing an upcoming Bravo reality show. Hold up. So, it's going to be these grown women. Okay, let me see. Let me give you this reading. It's reportedly... Can it be like a a, 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 a series reality show? Like people playing young SWV and young Escape and it being like a reality show like that? Um. Okay. Um, it's reportedly producing an upcoming Bravo reality show involving the 90s R&B girl groups SWV and Escape. According to the Jasmine brand, a project is being labeled as a docu-series that will follow the lives of both brands as they embark on a new tour and new music. Though it's still unclear whether this will lead to an album release down the line, a source told the publication there is much at stake. Uh, for these powerhouse women as they navigate different stages in their lives, both personally and professionally, from celebrating the power of collaboration and sisterhood to pushing to overcome obstacles. There is no shortage of wonder. Watch two of the most iconic female R&B groups of the 90s come together for this multi-part limited series the show has not been given a title yet but from what's been gathered a premiere date has already been aimed for fall 2022 which means after the summer this is what we have to look forward to escape and swv i'm trying to read fast before p asks any questions escape and swv previously teamed up when they went head-to-head -head at last year's versus battle during which time there were already already rumors circulating on social media that the girl groups was planning to unite for a tour in the near future read more over there at hollywoodunlock.com okay now p what questions do you have to ask 
While she asked that question, I'm going to take a sip of this. The main question, because the main thing that popped out at me is, so that we're going to be watching, we're going to follow them as they record new music and go on tour or whatever. And this could possibly lead to an album release. If you're recording new, why are you recording new music if you're not actually going to release an album? Yeah, so that's what I'm so what, how are you navigating your career? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't Yeah, I don't think I, I, yeah, I don't even know who told her that she should do this. Exactly. We already know how they get down because they all had their own shows. Yeah, we've already seen this in some form of way. Like, yeah. That one show I married myself a baller. Who was that? SWB or SWB? That, yeah, that was the girl from SWB. But they were always there because SWB coming together and touring mm-hmm. and all this other stuff and it never came together. Mm. That was on like Divas or some shit too. Yeah, some shit, man. I don't really want to see them anymore. I don't. I don't understand why they think they can capitalize off of yes. their fame that type of way. Just find a way to go on tour. The don't nobody want to watch you. They did have a show, like a little show. Like they was getting ready for a tour or something. Yeah, like, Escape. Yeah, yeah. So we don't need to yeah. see this. Well, I, and they Candy, I don't even know why. Candy, you the one... You need to tell them to stop doing that because they probably can't like Candy, can you please do this on TV? Like, Word, that's yo, Candy, Candy, tell them stop. Stop trying to get on TV and do all of that. If y'all bitches can't just go on regular tour, then y'all don't need to do that in order for y'all to feel like that's how y'all gotta go on tour. Like nobody else, if that's the case, everybody out here be shooting reality motherfucking shows. I don't think anybody else. I know I don't want to see y'all old ass motherfuckers out here arguing because that's all they gonna have y'all doing out here that's arguing. It. And then, then, then y'all also gonna get mad at one point and be like, "Nah, turn the cameras off because I'm mad y'all shooting all this shit." That's where it's going to dramatic and coming. Y'all gonna want people to feel bad and sorry. Like, get. The, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all can have that. But anyway, in other news. Netflix reportedly tells wokes that, and they got uh, quotations about the word woke, around the word woke, reportedly tells woke staff to quit if they are offended after Dave Chappelle controversy. Um, Netflix, oh, they had enough. After the black, the backlash that came with the release of Dave Chappelle comedy special to close the last year, the streaming platform has reportedly told staff members to quit if they don't respect the artistic expression of its content creators. The comedian caused outrage with the trans community after making a joke in his special saying gender is a fact and that members of the LGBTQ plus were too sensitive. All right, um, I agree with Netflix. Like, if y'all don't like what, you know, what people is putting out over there, then quit. Like, I just seen a whole fucking movie where they were sending people to an island, killing them off, and wanted to uh, credit it to them testing motherfuckers because on on the island, the time moved faster than it do in real life. And they had a bunch of people, a bunch of scientists working with them. And they was fine with doing all of that shit. You feel what I'm saying? And greater good, you know, for, you know, what is all that science and technology? Yeah, and, uh, yeah for greater good. People got to die in order for, 
you know, millions and millions of motherfuckers to live. That's how they seen it. So y'all motherfuckers at Netflix, y'all ain't doing nothing but editing some shit and putting the shit up there. What these people saying ain't got nothing to do with y'all personally. This ain't y'all platform. This is not y'all shit. Y'all being employed by somebody. So if you feel like you don't want to represent or be a part of that representation, get the fuck out. And I agree with them. Like, if y'all don't get the fuck out of here, as long as y'all not being treated fucked up, y'all getting paid, y'all getting y'all fucking, you know, uh, days off and all of that old extra shit, don't nobody care. And then you got the, and he, gender, I, I'm not about to requote what Dave said. He said gender is a fact. Um, and if what he mean by that is if you have a penis, you a boy. And if you have a vagina, you a girl. I agree. If that's what he mean by that. And if y'all got mad because he said that y'all got to stop, bro. Like y'all have to stop. That's yeah. Something gotta yeah. It's some something is there's something is wrong. If that's what you feel personally, stop trying to put your own personal feelings on somebody. If you feel in your body like damn, just because I have a penis don't mean that I'm a boy because I really feel like I'm a woman inside. That's you. That's you. And that's one hundred percent fine if you feel like that. But don't push that feeling on somebody else if i if if i feel like you have a penis you a boy but if you want me to refer to you as a woman that's totally fine that's fine but you're not about to tell me that in spite of you having a penis you are still a woman you're not about to tell me that now i can call you that you can look like that you can appear to be that way you can have breasts and all those things but if you have a penis, if you was born with a penis in between your legs, you was born a man. And that's just it. That's all. Like, what's so hard about that? What's so hard to accept about that? Maybe I'm saying too much. I don't know. P being quiet, but she done said worse. She done said worse. I be trying not to say the words. Because you already know, I feel like a lot of this shit is getting into it. And we just don't know how to address it sometimes. I don't want to be defensive to anyone. Yeah, no, me either. But this shit just do be getting out of hand. Yeah, do, man. This shit be getting crazy. Um, Singer Mark Anthony, 53 years old. <laughs> oh, you seen this? Is engaged to model Nadia Forever and she's 23. Yeah, 23. That's crazy. I mean, there's nothing extra I wanted to say about that. Just some shit reporting to get us out of where we was at. Um, that ring is humongous. Man. I saw the ring. She posted a picture of uh, the ring and uh, what you call it. I guess. Oh, yeah, that shit is big as fuck. And you see his hand? This is the picture with her hand and his hand in the picture? No, it was just a regular picture. Why? He got a big one, too? Well, no. Pause. He had, <laughs> he had a picture of her hand and his hand in the picture. 
Oh yeah, yeah, and it was blacked out. Yeah, they had. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah. I figured that. I forgot that they were married for so long. Him and J Lo. Yeah. Yeah. Did she even went back to him? Yeah. Well, I think when she went back, that's when they got married. Yeah, and they had yeah. They, I think she was kind of. I ain't gonna say he was the love of her life, but um. I mean, he was the love of, yeah, her life. But I think she was really the love of his, though, to be for real, for real. But I always fucked with Mark Anthony. I always enjoyed his music. And he played in one of my favorite movies back in the day called The Substitute. Uh, and he was like a bad dude. And it's like, Mark Anthony, stop it. How the fuck is you playing a 17-year-old? In that movie, he was probably like 29 playing a 17-year-old. Uh, but that was when they was making all those teacher movies and those, you know, bad kids in school movies, dangerous minds and shit. Mark, stay with a beautiful woman. He must have, like, some phenomenal charisma. He's not, he's not ugly. No, he's not an ugly dude, but, um... He's got more handsome as he aged. But I don't understand why he can't find a beautiful 40-something-year-old. It's beautiful 30-something-year-olds out there. 23, though. Well, he was married to zero. He just want to have some fun before he got another. I ain't there. Yeah, to marry? Like, that young, though. You feel she what I'm saying? It's, it just be crazy because I feel like it's... I, I feel like when guys be, like, 18, 19, 22... They be looking at like 32 year old women and be like, damn, ugh. But once they get in their 40s and their 50s, they want to go younger than the 30s. Like, it's some fine ass 30 something year olds. You want to go 23 though? The body ain't even developed fully yet. Your mind. She can dance. She's damn near able to, like, she's barely able to drink. It's like, y'all, 30 years of war. Word. Like, what do you, what music you even listen to together that this bitch know? She's damn near older than his daughter. Yeah. She's got kids her age. I'm quite sure he do. I'm quite sure he do. I wouldn't be surprised if he do or don't. But, yeah, man. You got, man. I don't know what these niggas be out here doing. Um... Oh, let's get on. Did we talk about Danny Lee last episode? Yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff we missed. I don't even think we spoke about Kevin Samuels passing away. Okay, let's start from the top. Um, We going R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels. And I might seem a little bit sadder about it now that uh, I seen the Atlanta episode. And I ain't even, I don't want to make it sound like that, like that. Because I don't be knowing none of these people, to be honest. Um, unless I watched you on TV growing up, I don't know nothing about any of these people. Especially none of these new people. From him to um, R.I.P. Virgil that passed away. Like, I don't know any of these people. It just be sad that these people be young and it seem like they be having so much more life and something just come out of nowhere and it be like, oh, they died. And it be like, damn, you didn't even know they was going through an illness or anything like that. And that be the sad part about it. Anything else, I don't know. I'm not attached to none of these people. You feel me? 
Um, but R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels. And we all know Kevin Samuels asked for being one way because the way he portrayed himself in the media. A lot of people say the media make people look a certain way, and I agree. However, some people do like to capitalize off of how people, you know, look at them. And, you know, so they capitalize off of that. And I feel like Kevin Samuels was one of those people. Now, I'm not saying that he wasn't a good person or that he didn't help people. I don't know what he did. I wasn't there. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I'm quite sure he wasn't around and was known for as long as he was if he was out here doing fucked up shit to people. You feel what I'm saying? Now, what they always said and what you always heard about him was when he did say some fucked up shit about somebody. However, if you ask me what I think about you and I be honest and tell you what I think about you, you can't be upset with my honesty. And that's what a lot of people went to him for. That's what a lot of specifically women went to him for. Now, from what I know and from what people tell me is that he used to speak about men too. I'm quite sure. But the biggest difference is that men probably also never really called him as much as women did. And he probably didn't get as, if he didn't have that much clickbait shit as much as he did with women opposed to it being men and um most of the women out there that's dissing him and that hate him a lot of y'all bitches was calling up there on his platform getting trying to get his opinion if y'all insecure just say y'all insecure y'all don't need a whole man that don't know y'all from nowhere to tell you you ugly if motherfuckers been telling you you was ugly your whole life and you can't be mad at somebody, like I said, for just giving you their opinion of you and you wanting them to be dead. Like, huh? And a lot of people were saying that was karma and all this. Just because you called a few people ugly don't mean if you die, that's your karma. That's not God's way of telling you you shouldn't have been calling the people ugly. Stop it. Because a lot of us would have been dead when we was 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. Stop it. Please stop it. But um, I can understand why people was upset with him while he was here. But y'all got to have a little bit more uh, grace for the dead. It, like, and y'all got to have more coof out there. Ain't nobody never tell y'all to uh, not be talking about the dead and, and, and let the dead rest and stuff. Y'all, yo, these new age people don't don't live by nothing of the cold. It's the internet. It's these social media platforms giving people the idea that we all need to hear their opinion. Mm -mm. Like, it's giving people the idea that they are important enough to broadcast their opinion. And don't get me wrong, you know, we are all important. We all have our voice. But a lot of us are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do research. We speak without thinking. And we're very impulsive. Yes, we are Act as human beings. Mm -hmm. And these people have platforms to say whatever the fuck they want when they want to. And it's crazy because... The crazy shit you say, that's what gets more attention. Yeah. So they're going yep. to, never mind <laughs> the good thing that people are saying about him. What you're going to hear is that he's like crowdfunding for his funeral and shit like that. So it's like, people just don't need to have their opinions expressed all the time. People yeah. don't need to hear this all the time. No. But there's no one to say, hey, shut the fuck up sometimes. Yeah. And... 
if they be trolls too. yeah people do be trolling hard as fuck people do be trolling hard as fuck but man rp to kevin samuels yeah. man because uh you i feel like regardless of what anybody felt of him he was starting his career he was still a person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. I don't but know what the man was talking about. I, yeah, I don't know. But whatever he was trying to do, he was starting to do it. And right at the height when he felt like he was getting somewhere with whatever he was trying to do, he lost his life. So RIP to that man and to his, you know, and my condolences go out to his family and friends, man. That's really all. Because like I said, I didn't know him. However, when we get to the What's Poppin' segment, we will talk more about Kevin Samuels. I don't even want to tell y'all uh, the extra. I don't even know if anybody else um, reported about that. Because I don't know if anybody else really watch Atlanta anymore. Nobody be really talking about Atlanta. And I haven't listened to See The Thing Is in a minute. so. I had no idea he was going to be on that show. I watched that show weekly. But we'll talk about that later on in the show when we get to the what's popping. Um, but once again, RIP to Kevin Samuels. And fuck y'all to the people that been saying messed up stuff about a dead man. Y'all retarded. Um, oh yeah, and we didn't even tell y'all about the dude that attacked Dave Chappelle during his show, too. We spoke about the Netflix thing. Yeah, man, they beat the shit out of him. And we don't even know where he came from. Um, and now people trying to make it seem like, um, because, because Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock now, everybody going to start swarming the stage, and then this right here happens, so... Well, you see what the fuck happens when you swarm the stage. Everyone's not going to be Chris Rock. Exactly. And Chris Rock was there. He came from the back and was like, uh, was that Will Smith? So that was funny. That Um, that shit right there was funny. But, man, um, y'all got to be safe at them comedy shows. He was at a comedy show that they... Listen, this comedy show, it was in Oakland. Right? So as I'm in the parking lot, I'm just looking at all the, the people drive by and I'm like, oh, oh shit. This is going to be a, a place where all the, like, we're going to see all the white people in Oakland tonight. Mm. And I promise you, like, it was like maybe seven black people there. Yeah. There were so many white people there. I was, I'm not going to say I was uncomfortable because, like, we were all there to laugh and shit, but I, I bet this is how they feel when they go to, like, Death Comedy Jam and shit. Mm. That shit was like crazy. <laughs> crazy. Can't even. It was funny though. But nah, Bill Murray's funny as fuck. But nah, it was a lot. Well, ain't nobody run up on his stage, I ain't bet. Nobody do that. Um, being that we talk about Kendrick Lamar, y'all know he I dropped the video. Yeah, true. My bad. <laughs> Shut up. Um, y'all know he dropped a video for a song called, uh, The Hard Part 5 before he dropped the album. And in the video, his face changed into what? Four or five people. His face changed into Nip. His face changed into, uh, OJ Simpson. It changed. Yeah, me too. Um, it also changed into, uh, Kanye. It changes into Will Smith. And it also changed into Jesse Smollett. Um, now, this is what y'all didn't know. 
Rapper AK, some white dude, says Kendrick Lamar's new music video is an exact copy of his video from 2020. And I went back and looked at the white boy video from 2020, and he did make a video just like that. Um, who, whoever was, whoever was a part of this making this Kendrick video, I don't know if somebody else seen it. Maybe nobody else didn't see it. I'm, I'm about to, I'm like, give up my age a little bit, but y'all remember back in the day when Michael Jackson had that video, black or white, at the end. So he had all them people. Oh yeah, changing into yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And and I didn't look at it that way. But I, I was I also wasn't looking at it in the way of Kendrick stole something from him. And even if you did, it's like, oh, that's a good idea. But I'm going to do it because I'm also rapping about such and such. But I don't know. The dude was basically just saying that, um, you know, it wasn't as popular when he did it. So whereas though when Kendrick did it, you know, it got so much praise for it. I'm assuming. Um, but don't. It's whatever. I just mentioned it, um, you know, because... The nigga said it, but whatever. We don't care. Um, Ray J out here saying that Kim stole from his family. It's a whole feud going on between him and Kim Kardashian right now. I don't know why. Maybe they trying to make some more money together. I don't know what's going on. With... Word. I don't know. But um, y'all stay tuned into that. I don't really care, but whatever. Um, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but Detroit man sold weed out of a vending machine outside his home making $2,000 a day. That's smart. He got arrested. He did? Uh, I ain't have no information about that. I just seen Lil Duval post it. And I was like, oh, that was smart. Okay, now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Hold up, what else I got up here before we get to? Yeah, it is about to be about an hour. You wanna um, you about to roll up? Yeah, it is about that time. All right, y'all, we about to uh, go pay some bills. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about some more crazy-ass shit that been going on in this world. Because you know the world is ghetto. We'll be right back. No, they but never. They were never. Look, you see the shit they saying? Uh-uh. Scrape it off. 
cranny of you. I we bike, we back, yo. We did, yo. We be doing a lot when we take these breaks. You know, we go pay bills. That's what we go do. So we be going for a long time, but to y'all, it only be seeming real quick. Cheers, people. But to y'all, be real quick. We be in and out. But, um, man, we was eating and shit. <laughs> we was doing mad shit. Uh, we was air frying shit. Speaking of air frying shit, shout out to all my fellow air fry, my people out there that got air fryers. Because, you know, when I first got it, I wasn't using it that much. And I'm like, damn, I got to start using this shit. You know, all the TikToks I be watching. And, you know, that should be looking good. And then I started using it, man. Even Just for the simplest shit. Whether it be nuggets, fish sticks. I just made some motherfucking chicken in that motherfucker. That shit was rocking. Dipping that chicken inside some sauces and shit. It's really, really good. Um... What else got to make? I got to make some... Oh, make some motherfucking salmon patties in that bitch. Yeah, man. If you don't have an air fryer, just go get one. And I don't want to say just go get one. Like them shit's 20 or $30. And it's crazy because guess what? Six years from now, them shit's is going to be like $30, $50. Watch. Watch. Not even six. We're going to say three years from now, them shit's going to be like $60. But for right now, you got a quick buck on you, go get you one of them shit. Talk. Worth it. Definitely worth it. And depending on the size you get, you can really make a whole chicken in that bitch. Yeah, you can make a whole chicken in that bitch. Um, left Depending on what size you get, just like P said. But we ain't trying to change it into... You know, but it is some air fryers that are made like ovens and shit to where though you can pour the juice on top and all of that kind of shit. But anyway, we back to it, man. We back to getting on the motherfucking world. It ain't even about media takes today. It's just about talking about this ghetto ass world. We in 2022, man. And it's just a lot of ghetto shit going on. Turn it down a, a one notch, P. Um, who that tiger? He always trying to come out with some type of banger. Remember that past two tried to play a tiger song and it wasn't. No, this this one I I, yeah. I don't think it's gonna catch on or nothing. It ain't no taste. But before we get to the uh other good shit. Oh Diddy. What did he oh uh Diddy is about to launch a new R and B label called Love Records with Motown. Um Diddy did too much out there to be trying to release any type of record label, fam. I wouldn't fuck with Diddy on no rec on no record label. I'm sorry. For real. Album. It'll be a fantastic it will album. be a fantastic album, I but. Too, but then after that, we're not going to hear from you. Absolutely not. We'll hear your music still. Your oldies. We will hear your oldies, i.e. Danity Kane, Day 26. They they got some good albums with this nigga. Even all the way back to 112 and Black Rob. Did, did he know how to make a whole length dope-ass album from people that you thought probably couldn't even give you no a dope-ass album? Probably that even that little white boy he had for a quick minute on making a band when he had that white boy on there. Yeah. 
Who was his name? Dustin or some shit? Some little white boy. Diddy was trying to cover all facets at one point. And I think oh, he... he didn't have that white girl group, though. Dream. I don't remember them. I might play a song by the Mm-mm. I'm good. Pete always kills me with that shit. Like somebody be wanting to hear this shit. And she gonna do that shit now because she really didn't have like a bunch of songs that she was ready to play for the show. So she could throw any song in there and mess up <laughs> and mess up her playlist because she really didn't have none set. Yes, I did. You don't know. Mm, I know, nigga. No. no. Never heard of this bullshit. Turn it up. I don't think they can oh. Yeah, I guess. Um, all right, moving along. Danny Lay. Danny Lay was out here having an interview with Angie Martinez. And I remember when, um, what's her name? Um, when Meg Thee Stallion had her interview with Gail King. Shout out to the good brothers over there at the JBP. When I was listening to their episode and um, Joe was just on it, like, why would she go and talk to Gail King? Because we all know, you know, Gail King did some um, foul shit a couple, not even a couple months ago, or last year sometime when she had an interview. Yeah, when she had an interview with Lisa Leslie and she asked Lisa Leslie some shit about Kobe assaults and somebody and all this and it's like yo why would you ask me about somebody else for one and for two asking me about some man that just passed away brutally mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying it's not like this man was old as fuck skating eight years old and it's like okay he passed away from natural causes you feel what I'm saying this man and him and his daughter and other people passed away brutally in a crash not to say we know when we gonna pass away, but this was just in some routine on some routine type shit. You just living your day and this happened. And you up here being real distasteful, asking this woman about this man that passed away. And it was some other uh, questionable shit that Gail King was out there doing too, but I don't keep up with her. I don't really care too much for her and Oprah like that. Um, I really haven't been caring for Oprah ever since she, well, I don't know. I don't even want to go in on Oprah like that. Cause I don't know, you know, too much about her life once she really, really started making money like that. Um, but we know Oprah went through mad shit in her lifetime, but we also know Oprah be doing some questionable shit and she been around some questionable ass people. Okay. Cause they be linking her. To all them fucking nasty ass people too. Mm-hmm. Here you go, baby. Yeah, for shit. real. For yeah. and you busy got kept Gail King up here asking come some questions about fucking Kobe. Stop it, fam. 
So a lot of the shit they be doing be questionable. So so Joe was just on it like, why the fuck would you go speak to Gail King out of all people? And then I listened to the See The Thing Is podcast and they was just on it like, well, who else would she have went to go sit down with? Like that was the perfect person for her to sit down with. And I disagree as well. Like you have Angie Martinez out here. Like, you forgot about Angie being out there. And, of course, well, I don't know if anybody would have went to go sit down with Wendy. But She's not even on her show right now. No, I'm just saying that if, if this was the Wendy of yesteryear type shit. Um, yeah, I yeah, I don't think nobody would have wanted to sit down with her. But Angie would have been a perfect person as far as when it comes to hip-hop. Because Gail ain't hip-hop. She ain't hip-hop. And that was the question. Like, y'all always going to them other type of outlets and publications that don't give a fuck about y'all. Because this is a hip-hop matter. And they don't, like, where y'all going to, they don't even understand what's going on. They just looking at it. Somebody did some shit, some fucked up. Uh, uh, a dude did some fucked up shit to this woman. And it was messed up. And that's it. That's all. But when it comes to the hip-hop world, we know how y'all bitches be doing so y'all not gonna get certain type of sympathy from everybody. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what the fuck y'all be looking for when y'all be going to them quote unquote white publications or them type of publications that have that kind of reach. Y'all don't wanna go sit down with an Angie Martinez or go sit down with an Angela Yee. Don't nobody be going to sit down with Angela Yee and I think that's fucked up. I wonder if she would want it like that or if people just don't fuck with her like that. The only person she ever sat down with was August Alcina, and that was after the fucking entanglement. And a lot of people ain't like that when she went to go do that. But anyway, Danny Lay decided to sit down with Angie Martinez, and she was talking about, um, she opened up about her tumultuous relationship with the baby. And an Instagram live altercation. She was just like, I definitely wasn't his side piece. And he knows that too. She keeps saying, um, she wasn't this boy's side piece. She got a new song out called Dead to Me. And, um, the baby was up here saying like, yo, you should have capitalized off that shit when it went down. Like the baby's still always going to be doing the baby shit. He going to be on record. And what I mean by that is the baby is just going to be doing what he always did. Like he always going to be doing what he always did. He was the same type of nigga he was before you met him, while you was with him, and after you going. He going to be the same type of nigga. Ain't no difference. And you up here talking about some dead to me and all this shit. No. At one point, he was very alive to you, Danny Lay. He was really in love. For real. This is the whole father of your child. Word. So you sound stupid. And Angie was like, oh, I seen a lot of women was, you know, trying to stick up for you and trying to be there for you. And she was like, yeah, a lot of women was DMing me and saying stuff like, yeah, my baby daddy put me through this and put me through that. And I'm like, girl, that's not a good way to want to relate to the people in that type of manner. Because these the same people that was gunning for you when you came out with that light skin song. When you was talking about that light skin and all that old extra shit. That's when he was alive to you. 
And you thought that shit was cute because you felt like you was the number one. And all the shit he doing to you, he was doing that same shit to them other bitches. I hope you spoke about that. I hope you said something to that nature in this interview. That's what I don't be liking about y'all bitches. Because y'all be real quick to want to get some sympathy. Like, oh, he did this to me. He did that to me. What about when he wasn't doing those things to you and he was doing that shit to the next bitch being with you? It was all good. It was all fun and games. You were smiling. You had his back and he had your front. You was in videos. My bitch, you didn't masterpiece. You was in videos, smiling, laughing, and all of that shit. Until he got you pregnant. <laughs> and it was over. And then the baby also said that... Uh, he was like, yeah, after we, um, before I whoop your brother ass, because you know how he talked. He was like, yeah, before I whoop your brother ass, a week before then, we was at the hotel and you was giving it up. So he was, yo, so you still having relations with him. You just get mad every time when he speak about it. And that's when you be like, oh, he still do. Yeah, he always going to be doing that same old shit. You probably one of them Sin Santana ass bitches that think when you get a nigga, and what I mean by nigga is black dude, that he gonna treat you better than how he treating black women. Y'all be getting it fucked up. Y'all really be getting it fucked up just because y'all the ones in these videos and shit, and the black, they ain't got the black women because y'all think, oh, they gonna treat me better than, than they treat these black women. No, they gonna treat y'all the same way. And they're going to feel like they get brownie points for treating y'all that way because y'all supposed to be the pretty ones. And it's like, oh, I can dog a pretty bitch out. Like, that's crazy, man. Y'all motherfuckers. This shit is ghetto out here. But Danny Lay, live your life, girl. Prayers to you. But at the end of the day, I don't feel bad for you, sis, because the same shit you crying about... The last bitch that you was stalking. Oh, yeah. The baby also said, like, stop lying, bitch. You know I put you out because you was stalking my uh my my first daughter, baby mother. Yeah. He was like, you was stalking her and you was causing problems. So you, the same turmoil you want people to feel bad for you about right now is the same shit you was putting the last chick through. So I don't feel bad for you, Danny Lay. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for you, shorty. And I'm tired of all y'all, all of y'all bitches coming out here want to speak y'all motherfucking mind. And y'all fucked up when y'all said y'all don't want people calling y'all females. Now motherfuckers definitely going to be calling y'all bitches. Because ain't nobody going to be calling y'all no women if y'all not doing womenly shit out here. For real. For real. For real. That shit crazy. Y'all definitely fucked up when y'all said that. I don't know who started that. I don't know why y'all don't want to be called a female. Everybody is sensitive out here. I agree with Kanye West and that song. I mean, I agree with Kendrick and that song where he said y'all fucked up freedom of speech. Because everybody out here is so sensitive. They tried to flip it. Before it was like, yeah, speak your mind, freedom of speech, da da da, da. But they felt like it was getting out of hand, so they had to put grips on it somehow, some way, and they got the world to start feeling sensitive to where it's though you have to start watching what you say, because if you don't, it's a possibility you could never make money. 
because certain people is certain advertisers is not going to be fucking with you because of things you say in your beliefs. Unless you Joe Rogan. <laughs> but, man, the world is the world. Sometimes I be feeling like, fuck all this extra shit. I'm just trying to live my life to the best and to the fullest as I can. Fuck this. Fuck getting a property. Fuck getting all that. I just want to live life and that's it and then go. But then it's like... Who don't want to, you know what I mean, have a big-ass backyard and a nice big-ass house and all of that type of shit like that? It's just when you start thinking about what they, all the dirt they be throwing out there in the world, you just be feeling like shit be against you. For real, for real, sometimes. All right, man. Now, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Oh, we got another death. Uh, R.I.P. to actor Fred Ward dies at age 79. What movie is he? What movie is he usually from? Um, the star best known for his roles in the right stuff. Oh, yeah, Tremors. Oh, that, oh, him. Yes, the one that played the long side. What was the other dude's name? Uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, and that was one of my favorite movies in the whole wide world, Tremors. He do look the same, but he kind of look different. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Um, but uh, right stuff, trimmers, Harry and June. I mean, Henry and June and the player passed away over the weekend. The statement read, I am sad to announce the passing of acclaimed actor Fred Ward, who passed away on Sunday, May 8th, 2022. Here you go, P. Um, at age 79, as of for right now, um, no cause of death has been shared, although Ward's rep Ron Hoffman told the New York Post his cause of death would not be revealed at this time. They did share his last wishes. It was Fred, it was Fred, Fred Ward's wish that any memorial tributes be made in the form of donations to the Boston University chronic, uh, traumatic, uh, oh, I can't pronounce this word. Yeah, I can't pronounce this, but he wanted the donations to go to a univers, a chronic traumatic university center out there in Boston. Um, and y'all can go over to Hollywood unlock and read more about RIP to him. And, um, also RIP to YSL rapper, little kid, um, passed away at age 24. Um, it's been confirmed by friends and family of YSL rapper Lil Key that he had passed away at age um, 24. He passed away two days, two days before his 25th birthday. Oh my goodness. As of now, specific details of his passing haven't been released, but we ask that you keep his friends and family lifted in prayer. Damn, man. Young boy, man. Two days before his, before his 25th birthday. Um, since we on death and how people be talking about people in death, um, Pastor Jamal Bryant, he had a sermon, a seminar, and he was talking about how... Um, how Kevin Samuels used to be talking about 
low-valued women and all this whole extra shit. My thing is, why would you wait to after this dude die in order to have a type of sermon like this? This nigga been saying this shit for the past two years, and you just now coming out with some type of sermon talking about this man, and you is a pastor at that. And they ain't even like your backyard is clean to be talking about somebody else, especially in death. And you should know better. This man pretty old. Um, but Amarion has something to say about it. That's the only reason why I'm speaking on it. And this is what Amarion said. He said, it's sad when people can't respect the family after losing a loved one. He's no longer here. Why add insult to injury? What about the people that loved him, like his mom? They got to see this or hear about it. This is disgusting and whack as fuck. Regardless of his views, he didn't kill nobody. We all need to have more compassion. This why I don't attend these fake places of worship respectfully. And I agree with you, Amarion. I agree with you. And every time you turn around, they show you why you rather not go to church and you just, you know, have your own church within yourself. You got to have your own relationship with God anyway. And I don't think that starts with the church. I mean, for some people it do because when, when you when you young, you get your own impression of the church. And when you get older, that's when you start to learn that these people are adults and they live in a certain type of life outside of this church. I'll never forget the first time I had a slumber party. Well, I just stayed the night at someone's house that I went to church with. And like at church, they're so holy and all of this. But I promise you, once I went to their house and I just saw them, it blew my mind. See? It blew my mind. They were cursing. Mm -hmm. They were smoking. Mm -hmm. Like, it was kids all through the house. Gang, like, it was crazy. Yeah. And that's just how it be. Yeah. That's just how it be. Mm -hmm. And that, that's why when we had the other episode, is it about the message or the messenger, I guess it all really depends, for real, for real. Because when you a kid looking at these people, you feel like, you don't feel like they superheroes or nothing because they ain't like they your fucking parents, whether if they are or whatever. But you do hold them up to a high standard, and it be sad when you get older, you see these people just regular people and some of these motherfuckers are very, very bad. And then that's when you realize like the world is kind of fucked up. Yeah. If you got people like this doing fucked up shit and they, and they act like this in front of you, but behind closed doors be tying up women, raping little boys, doing a lot of fucked up shit. Sorry for crazy shit. You really never know what's up on people's homes. Cause when people walk out those front doors, they know how to be good actors. Yep. And I ain't got no time to be in church with, with devilish ass people. And I don't know what you got going on behind closed doors and we supposed to be sharing the same energy. Bad enough, you got to do that with going to work and just being in the world. And when you go to church, you expect to be around posit positivity. Not saying that everybody perfect, but we all in here really trying to work on ourselves. We not in here faking it to make it. You feel me? Not right here in this place. But it seemed like that's the main place where niggas be going to fake it to make it. Mm. And I'm not beat. I'm not about to be a part of none of that bullshit. They can have it. 
You know what I mean? At least I know my relationship with God by myself be real. So, but shout out to Marion for putting that nigga on blast. Um, one more thing before we get down to the nitty gritty. Jack Harlow, he dropped the album recently. So, you know, he on his little promo tour. And he was somewhere, um, not even somewhere. He was actually at Hot 97. These white people and how they be appropriating our music and we just be loving they shit. Me as one. Me is one of those people. That's why I say we. And we just be loving they shit. And niggas don't even be knowing nothing about us at all. But he was at Hot 9-7. And I guess they was playing a game. I guess they was like, this is Ray J's sister. And they put on the song. And he didn't know that Brandy and Ray J was brothers and sisters. He Not was, even that. He heard the song and didn't know who And was. didn't even know who he never it's like he never even heard the song. And it was Angel in Disguise. One of one of her that's one of her number one hits. Now granted, Jock he's Jack Harlow's twenty-four years old, but I'm quite sure he heard some Wu Tang claim too. And they music way older than Brandy's. But I'm not bailing. I'm not shooting this nigga no bail. I'm not shooting none of these niggas no bail that want to be up here appropriating and getting. Now, now, I'm not going front. You probably grew up listening to some rap music and you felt like you did want to be a rapper. And I'm not saying everybody out there, white, that want to be a rapper need to listen to all black people's music. But you need to know what you're getting into before you get into it. Like, before I started doing this podcast shit, I was listening to a lot of other podcasts. That's why I felt like I needed to have a format and I needed to have certain type of segments and shit like that. So I just won't be up here running my motherfucking mouth the whole fucking time. So you got to do at least some kind of research with some shit. How the fuck you don't know that Brandy and Ray J is brother and sister? And how the fuck you know Ray J before you know Brandy? And that made me think who's standing on a sex tape. Word. And we all know the famous like line. For, for, we all know the famous line. Hey, wait a minute. Ain't that Brandy's brother? Not, wait a minute. Ain't that Ray J's sister? We all know the famous line. And if you don't know the famous line, then you don't need to be out here repping anything from the culture. I'm sorry. Because Russ know that. I bet you Russ know that shit. Well, yeah, we all know Russ know that shit. Shout out to Russ. Jersey. I don't think he be telling people that he's from New Jersey. But Russ is from New Jersey. But he grew up in Atlanta because they moved to Atlanta when he was like 13, 14 type shit. And I guess people count where you grow up at, not where you was born, depending on how old you is. But whatever. Um, Yeah. But yeah, Jack Carlo, you kind of took me down a notch a little bit as a fan when you did that dumb shit. Because I'm definitely a Brandy stan. I fuck with Brandy ever since she came out. You had to be there for Brandy and Monica. And I was there for that shit from the beginning to the end. You heard? Um. Alright, now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Um, A little while ago... I seen something that said, why you offending that Lucy? Man, I don't be knowing these people's names, man. 
Yes, I seen something a while ago that YFN Lucci was stabbed. Now, he's been locked up. Yeah, he's been locked up for a minute, right? And he uh, he asking the judge to grant a bond for him because he don't have a bond. And he just recently got stabbed in jail. Um, and this was a while ago when I did the screenshot on this. It says, um, as more details emerge about Young Thug and Gunner's indictment, prosecutors allege that Young Thug's associates wanted to murder YFNL. Oh, YFN Lucci, who is also in jail on murder and racketeering charges, according to WSB TV, two of the Young Slime Life associates worked to get permission from Young Thunk to make a second attempt to murder YFN Lucci while he's in a Fulton County jail. Um, back in March, Lucci claimed he was stabbed while on a video. And go to the shade room, read more over there. Um, y'all know how that go. Um, damn. Yeah, man. Um, and that right there is why they indicted um Gunner. Well, that's one of the reasons why they indicted Gunner along with uh Young Thug. Um basically for the rico that's what they got them for um and rico stands for uh and charges of conspiracy to conspiracy to violate the racketeer influence and corrupt organizations acts and participation in criminal street gang activity he will make his first appearance on tuesday at eleven thirty. yeah so that's what rico stands for uh, but yeah, um, that's crazy, man. Um, Gunner turns himself in. They got Young Thug. They got mad people. They got a lot of people with them, man. Hold up. Uh, they got stuff way back from 2012 on these niggas so they've been doing an investigation on these motherfuckers for 10 years that's a long time damn gunner name is sergio kitchens who the fuck yo people in atlanta fam the moms and daddies out there because y'all my around my age why why the fuck y'all was naming these kids these names sergio Come on, bro. Um. Yeah. That shit crazy. It's sad. Um. Yeah. It's sad because certain stuff I just never thought I'd be seeing in hip hop within hip hop. Um. The the main thing I've seen, you know, really happen that was crazy in hip hop was Tupac and Biggie, that fruit right there. Um I don't really know too much about police raid and people shit and people like really making that a public announcement. Um I know that happened with DJ Drama one time. Um people really don't and when people pop, when people do go through that, that shit probably be handled 
behind closed doors. But nowadays, these niggas be putting it in the music so much, glorifying it, that, you know. They really just use that shit against them. They want to make claim freedom of speech and all of this, which is just like if your speech aligns with this act of a crime, then it's kind of hard to let this go by because it just sounds like a confession. For real, because y'all be up here talking about artistic expression. Um, expression and all. This is not expressing yourself artistically talking about a murder or literally or a literal bank robbery that happened that you did. You ain't talking about something from the wild, wild west and you expressing it in a, um, um intellectual type of way. You literally talking about something that happened and you just rapping about it. How am not how am I not supposed to use this against you in a court of law? This is you literally making a confession. And that's not that's not cool that it would be cool that y'all can kill somebody, put it in a in a rap song and be like you can't use that against me. Because if that's the case, that's what all of y'all going to be doing on purpose. And niggas going to be like, yo, niggas always used to be talking about murders way back then in the songs. Nigga, I don't know. If they was, it wasn't vivid. They was just saying they would kill Tony if they had to. That's all they were saying. They ain't say I killed Tony. Well, it is a song on Noriega album called Body in the Trunk Song. What's it going to be? A nigga laying dead because he came for me. And like in each verse, he was talking about how he, you know, had to kill a nigga, put his body in the trunk. But some stuff do be like just regular stories. You feel me? Because I'm quite sure if back then if they was watching niggas and if they would have put one and two and two together, they would have brought up the same shit back then. But you couldn't because niggas wasn't dumb enough to literally put it in the music. Nowadays, y'all niggas is dumb enough to put it in the music. And then when they listen to... Yo, they probably don't even... It probably wasn't even like, yo, let's listen to this nigga music and see if it's in the music. They probably was just doing a case and the song came on. And they was probably like, oh, shit, that sound like a murder. Oh, shit, on 25th Street. Didn't Lil Pookie get murdered on 25th Street? <laughs> <laughs> For real. And that's how that happened. They was probably like, we got them. And then they was probably like, let's look back and see if they spoke of other murders. That's exactly how that happened. And y'all talking about how the police do their job. That's their job. Nigga, what the fuck you talking about? That's part of the investigation. That's just like having a, a fucking diary or a notebook somewhere hidden. And you find it and you open it up. Is it right here? What you talking about? Like, I guarantee you that's like a new branch in like the police department. Or like the FBI. As it should be. Someone, some young person new into the fucking field... They gave them the job to listen to NBA young boys and all this other shit and the cold shit. You understand this shit? Get up. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that. So y'all niggas need to be careful what y'all saying in the music, man. Cause if I, I can't say it enough. I seen the Notorious Biggie movie. And like Diddy told this nigga, you gotta do one or the other. You can't be on the streets 
and doing this. The two worlds don't mix, my nigga. You can talk about it, but we ain't going to be about it no more. We did that already. We did that shit already. Why are we still talking about selling packs in the hood if we not selling packs in the hood no more, fam? Like, that's why y'all have other rappers that came before y'all. Y'all got to study their music, fam. So y'all can have some shit to talk about other than just that bullshit. But, um, whatever, man. Um, Ice-T came out and tweeted. Ice-T made a tweet. He said, it's easy to make the streets think you a gangster, but it's hard to convince the feds you're not. And that's some true shit. I I agree with Ice-T. That's so true. I agree with that. You can make me think you a gangster and, you know, I can be scared of you and be afraid of you and give you some respect for that. But once the feds get that ass... And they think you a gangster? For real. Because if, if you on my radar, you must be a gangster. If you on my fucking radar. And it ain't nothing you can tell me to, to convince me you not. And you've been on their radar since 2012. They on they on their radar for, for the uh shooting up of Lil Wayne Van when his shit got shot up back in 2012. They got them for shooting a, a police officer. Like this shit is crazy. They got them locked up for mad shit, not Gunner and Young Thug specifically, but just associates of them. People that they know that they're associates of. And you need to know if they got all this information, somebody snitching. Mm -hmm. Somebody I talking. Yeah, they in y'all videos and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're yep. So you gotta explain your way out that shit. Yep. And why is this nigga always in your videos? You seen they just locked up dumbass six nine for having real motherfucking bloods and shit and his shit, and they locked them up for this Rico shit. The very same shit. So man, what if one of these niggas start snitching? What if Gunner or Young Thug and them start snitching, bro? That shit gonna be crazy. Maybe. I don't know. You think they facing enough time or no? The Rico, hell yeah, you facing enough time. But I'm saying, because at one point, wasn't a uh, fucking. What's his name? 42 Doug? No. That Pookie, that Pooh Shiesty. Oh, um, Meek Mills. Meek Mills. Um, yeah, then I think they still was trying to get him for some old shit yeah, when he so was a kid, yeah. Yeah, but that was just one person, Meek Mill. Yeah, they got, it, yeah, they got hella people. They got the whole team. Yeah, when, when, yeah. And when you involve in all these different people, every, somebody gonna say something. No, everybody don't have money like that. They don't have the, they don't have the heart to sit there and take that. 
And jail for these guys be something else different, I'm assuming, because these niggas be getting, like, when these niggas get locked up, it's a chance that they can get murdered and shit in the county. Like, this nigga in the county and they making attempts on his life. It's just sad that all these niggas is pretty much trying to kill each other. Like, niggas killing niggas. People that got money on top of that. Like, all y'all niggas got money. There's enough money down there for all of y'all stupid ass niggas. And what is y'all really beefing over? Don't none of y'all niggas be home enough to be beefing over no fucking block or no county or whatever. Because there ain't no blocks out that motherfucker. So what y'all even beefing over? Yeah, like what y'all like what the fuck is going on with y'all? Y'all niggas is dumb, bro. So I don't feel bad. I'm like Danny Lay with y'all too. I feel like that for y'all too. I'm holding niggas accountable for everything, bro. I'm not about to be up here free. No. Leave niggas where they at. Niggas think when they start making money you can do whatever the fuck you wanna do out here. No, you cannot, fam. Y'all and then they was about to get a permit. He was about to get a permit to have um a bunch of land, and he was about to call it Slime City. What the fuck you about to call some some shit What's Slime City for? Like, for real, I'm not even thinking positive about it because it's yeah. so much negative shit y'all be doing out here. I don't. And then Gunner did just put a new vending machine or something like that in school or something that you reported about a couple episodes ago. Remember? You remember? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, P over there high right now. She over there playing with her curls. She almost sleep. But um I'm just giving them I'm just giving them some background of what you in here doing right now. But yeah, it people be trying to do the wrong things the right way. And you cannot do the wrong things the right way, man. Even my man in New Jack City was giving back to the hood every Thanksgiving and giving out turkeys and feeding people. He was even giving crackheads jobs. He gave Pookie a job. He was giving a lot of jobs in the hood. But he was also killing a lot of people in the hood, too. Like, if you making all this money and you got all this money and you rather still pump drugs to the neighborhood... Other than cleaning the neighborhood up and you got enough money to be able to clean the neighborhood up, but you continue to dump bullshit into the neighborhood and you feel like you doing something good for the neighborhood as you buying kids some toys for Christmas and for the summertime, nigga, fix up the parks, like build some school, get some schools in this motherfucker slime city. Yes. How about stop selling cracks to stop selling crack to their moms and they auntie and their grandmoms and them? Maybe you can start from doing it from doing that. And you up here wanna make some wanna create slime city. How about stop killing people kids? Cause they got kids. The 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 niggas y'all killing YF and Lucy niggas y'all trying to stab up. I'm quite sure you got a couple kids out there. So what y'all got to say about that? Oh, well, that nigga shouldn't be no gangster. No. You can't be out here trying to kill niggas and putting hits on niggas and want to do certain type of shit to gain respect from niggas and still be like, oh, man, I was about to do something in my community. I just bought a whole bunch of land called Slime City. And what you was about to do with that land? That was going to be the only land where it was going to be nice at? Meanwhile, in the hood, niggas is living fucked up still? 
Or you killing niggas in the hood. Meanwhile, you got people about you the boss of all bosses. Niggas got come to ask you permission to go kill somebody. Like niggas really be trying to live like they fucking godfather out here. And y'all niggas get y'all poor ass niggas got money. That's the type of shit that make me believe y'all niggas was never poor, bro. I don't really think y'all niggas was really poor like that. Because really poor niggas is, is going to do some Jay-Z Nas type shit. Really poor niggas is going to do shit like that. Really poor niggas is not going to continue to be doing some gangster hustler bullshit ass shit like that. Especially if this making you money. Like. For real. Y'all not, and then everybody y'all putting on and employing they gangster niggas. Like, these ain't nothing but a bunch of gangster niggas y'all claiming to be rappers and shit. For these real. niggas don't even know how to rap. For real. You got them around to be your shit. That's it. Make them security. Shit. Exactly. You don't put your shooters in videos. You don't. You don't talk about what your shooters doing in songs. Yo, I was listening to a song last night with P, right? And something, they was saying something in the song... And Gunner was like, killing niggas, put them in a hole. And P was like, is that Gunner? Gunner, no, Gunner. Why you keep saying that shit, Gunner? Like, y'all niggas really be saying this Gunna, shit, boasting up Everybody, in these songs. Gunna, stop. Stop, Gunner, damn. They're listening. <laughs> stop, Gunner. Yo, they be listening to us when we just talk about we want to see a movie. And For two real. days later, the movie... Come on TV and you be like, they listen. If you sitting here talking about fucking you need a new pair of Nikes and all of a sudden on your Instagram, the motherfucking shoes you was talking about show up. You don't think they listen to the shit you doing about talking about murders and shit, my nigga? My nigga. Like, they listening. Y'all gotta stop being so dumb. Y'all gotta stop being so dumb. Y'all need to know some real gangsters. Yeah. So they can tell y'all, bro. But that's what it be. That's what it be. The niggas that be telling them, the real gangsters that be telling them be the old head rappers. And they don't want to listen to the old head rappers no more. They don't want to listen to them niggas. Oh, y'all, y'all hating, y'all jealous because we got all this money and we... Niggas don't want to listen. You're not going to live to be my age to do anything with that money. But your kids will see it. You feel me? They'll be there to, to spend that money if you holding it. Yeah, that too. So it's like y'all just doing too much of nothing out here. Because y'all doing all this shit for no reason. If if y'all if y'all going to be dead and y'all offspring's going to be out here trying to get revenge. And they want to grow up and be a rapper and do all that same dumb shit that you was doing. Like I said to Pete last few days ago, man, it's going it's about to be a whole new wave of rap about to be hip hop about to be what it used to be. They about to get all that bullshit up out of here. They about to get it out of here. Not to say that I didn't enjoy Thug or Gunner or anybody else's music that was with the play play. But some of y'all got to get the fuck out of here, bro. Some of y'all gotta go. And if this the way y'all dummies gonna be eliminating yourselves, then it is what it is. And Young Thug was about to drop an album. He just dropped some cover art.
he had just dropped some cover art. I think I spoke about it on the last um episode, I think. Cause I was like, the cover of it is like the um DMX cover of Flesh in My Flesh, Blood in My Blood. And under the caption, he was like, a lot of shit happened in the past few months that I gotta talk about. And I was just thinking about like his baby mom's passing away. And he was about to probably let loose in the music. But you gotta stop letting loose in the motherfucking music. I bet he had a lot of shit on that too. So good thing that didn't get released yet. That probably got the final body count on that. This shit crazy. Yeah, man. So y'all just got to be careful out there, man. Um, I've been in prison before, so I know what that shit feel like. I've been to the county before. I've been to a halfway house before. I've been to all that shit before, so I know what that shit feel like. But what I do also know is that I caused all that shit on myself. And that's some of the realest shit I ever said that I never wrote down. You heard? I caused all of that shit myself. I made the choice to go being a motherfucking follower. I made the choice to do all those things that I did to get myself locked up. Ain't nobody else do that shit but me. And guess what? Ain't nobody feel bad for me. Not to say that they were supposed to. I'm just saying I still went and did what I had to do. And that was without me being a superstar. That was without anybody knowing who I was. That was without me making any kind of money. But best to believe, if I would have had some type of money, my choice wouldn't be, wouldn't have been to do dumb shit to get myself locked up. So that's why I don't feel bad for none of these people that I'm speaking of right now. There was no need for these people to still be doing all this type of Rico type shit. Once you got out of that game, once you, once you started going to award shows and going to Met Galas and be sitting down at table with, at tables with people you never thought you'd ever sit down at tables with, that's when you should have, you know what I mean? I know how to straighten up when I got a regular ass nine to five job. If y'all niggas don't know how to straighten up when y'all getting $50,000 or $100,000 or half a million thousand dollar bags. And then y'all just constantly on TV or constantly on social media. So like, Wasn't them niggas just at the fucking slime or something like um the kids choice awards? Like y'all niggas be everywhere. So there's no need for y'all to be out here trying to act like y'all gangsters to the people in the hood, bro. Y'all got to stop. So I don't feel bad for nobody in these situations. Um, you know, my prayers just go out to the kids and the family because they got to support millions. You know, they got to support their whole fucking family. So if you go down, how the fuck we going to pay for our mortgage? Because we ain't got no jobs. And if we do, we working for you. So if you out of commission, we out of commission. That's why if I ever make money, money like that, I'm not just giving people money like that. No nigga here, take this and, and do something with yourself. Because I'm not going to just continue to be supporting you because then what if something happened to me? What's going? What you going to do? 
Because all y'all ain't going to be in my will. That's for the immediates. But, man, prayers go out to the family. Um, And I hope everything work out. Uh, but that was it right there for, you know, the fucking world is ghetto with these media takes. Um, once again, shout out to Trina for having your Trina day. Um, man, and RIPs to the RIPs. But when we come back, um, we're going to give y'all the what's popping, the put you on song, new music. And we just going to give y'all everything that we give y'all. We hope we ain't bore nobody out out there with all this ghetto ass shit we had to give y'all from the world and yo they ain't been talking about that wag the dog shit in a minute now <laughs> for a minute now so we'll see I don't even want to get on that like I said, man, y'all seen how they was trying to get the Haitians the fuck from around here when they was trying to get over here. But these people trying to flee over here and y'all like, come on. Or y'all want to send billions of dollars of aid out there when we didn't need y'all didn't even have enough mass and defibrillators out here for niggas. Real, Trent, I mean, Trent, Flint, Michigan still got Girl, how much do we have to talk they about? But y'all got billions of dollars to send to re, to send stuff to people out there on in in a whole nother continent. This shit crazy. It's really wild out here, bro. It's really really wild. But man, once again, this right here was episode twenty four. Man, the world is ghetto as fuck. And we're going to be right back with that new music to put you on song. And it was popping. No. Yeah. Turn me up. Wake up, please. Uh. Let me take you on the back. back. We ain't got a white. Hey. Tell me if you got an ex nigga in the white, he can stay. I just want to get a little taste and I see you keep your body in shape. Look, I just want to that. that. Damn, you look good, huh? Damn, you look good, girl. Damn, you look good. Niggas came in two shots. I'm waiting here, shit, real quick, and two Alright, we back. We back. Alright, man, that's all I had going on with this ghetto ass world. You know, be going on around here, same old shit. Um, that was just my take on it. Just my opinion on all that bullshit. Um, right now we gonna let you know what's popping, what's popping. This is the time of the show where we let you know what's going on out there as far as when it comes to the shows. And uh, the movies on all these apps when it comes to Hulu, Paramount Plus, motherfucking HBO Max. Speaking of HBO Max, HBO Max just dropped a movie called Old. Uh, at first, I thought it was um, a series, but then when I realized that 
it was a movie. I was definitely all in for it because it ain't too many movies that just that they be dropping that be good. And that was one of the movies that they usually be making into a series. And you'd be like, yo, it's only fucking seven parts. Just drop a fucking movie to it. But I guess they just be wanting you to come back and back. I don't know. But this movie was very, very good. At first, it started off like, hmm, hurry up. I want everything to start hitting the fan. But once the shit started hitting the fan, the fan don't stop blowing. You heard? She was everywhere. It was everywhere. It was a very, very good movie. One of the best movies that I've seen in a minute, in a little while. And if you, it was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. It's like, he is known for his, his twist on his movies. And sometimes he'll drop the ball. I'm not going to say he drops the ball. In some movies, you kind of have to go back. Like, Science was one of those movies I had to go back and just like, revisit that movie. But uh, he, he's known for, like, his twist. And, like, there's always, like, this movie was crazy. It was, like, real good ending. It was good throughout the entire movie. There were some points I wasn't even just, like, I wasn't talking. I was damn near wasn't even breathing. I was just, like, waiting Word. for this to happen because it was so much going on. It was so crazy. It was a good one. And some stuff, it was, like, why did they even say yeah. that? Why did they why? even do that? Why was that even a part of this scene? Yeah. But then once it came to the end and we realized why that was in the scene or why they kept building on this man being fucking crazy. Because at the end of the day, he was a fucking schizophrenic or some shit like that. Um, And when the black lady kind of figured it out a little bit, because she was like, let's all of us say what we're here for. Like she was trying to at least trying to figure out why were those specific people there. We don't have time for that. Yeah, for real, and they didn't have time for that because every three minutes it was. Don't tell it, don't tell it. Okay. Yeah, y'all check that shit out. Sign even going to spoil it. Check that out on HBO Max, um, and it's called Old, um, Atlanta, Atlanta. Um, Kevin Samuels was on the last episode of Atlanta. I don't know if other people spoke about it already. But if they haven't, y'all heard it here first. The episode of Atlanta was it happened on Thursday. Not too many people, most people be done after Thursday during the week. I know, see, the thing is, they record on Mondays and Wednesdays. And I know that uh, the Brilliant Idiots record on Tuesday and they drop that shit on Wednesday. So y'all hearing it here first that Kevin Samuels was on Atlanta and it was just sad that he wasn't able to be around to see, you know, how the world um, felt about his episode on Atlanta. I honestly haven't even seen it nowhere on social on social media where people been talking. Like, do people still watch Atlanta? Y'all still out there watching Atlanta or nah? Yeah, y'all. This is maybe one of the seasons y'all really need to be watching for real, for real. Because they dropping a lot of jewels. And if you live in Atlanta and you might not know too much about it, they giving up a lot of jewels down there too. Like a lot of historic land down there. Like that lake, the first episode when they was talking about the lake. And that was really a, a whole fucking town of black people. Like it's, it's a lot of shit going on in Atlanta. The past two seasons actually, because last season it was kind of like this too. Um, so man, just hang in there with Atlanta. I know some of that shit be weird and y'all be like, what the fuck is they even talking about? But 
take a shroom and watch it because I'm quite sure they was on shrooms when they was writing this shit. They had to be because they out there with it. Um, what else you was about to tell them about, Pig? Firestarter. Oh, Firestarter is on Peacock. Okay. And Atlanta is on Hulu. Mm -hmm. It's on FX, but if you don't watch it on FX, the next thing you can't watch it on Hulu. Yeah. Um, I'm not watching nothing, y'all. I'm watching Hawaii 5 I just wanted to say something because, like you said, um, Atlanta has been dropping some gems about Atlanta, especially in that first episode. And so, you know, I didn't even think because I, I was—I think I was the kind of one, the one that even pointed out that they're using some current events, well, as historical events for these these episodes. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even think that there aren't really many lakes in Atlanta. Until just now, when you brought that episode, it's like, mm -hmm. I wonder if it's Lake Lanier that they were talking about. And sure enough, Lake Lanier is the lake that they were talking about in that episode. Mm -hmm. And I will not go, like, when I live there, I would not go to Lake Lanier because, like, the first year I was there, like, five people died in one summer at that lake. And then thereafter, people would die every year at that lake. Even Usher's stepson died at that lake. Oh, like so I, that was the lake he died. Okay. And I would never, like, I would never go to Lake Lanier. I had friends that want to go chill at Lake Lanier because, like, it's a lake and they're not used mm -hmm. to the beach and shit, so they don't want to go to Lake Lanier. But no, I don't fuck with Lake Lanier. And that's the fucking lake. And it was built over a community, like a community. They, they flooded mm -hmm. it. And, and they flooded it out. Yeah. And turn that shit into a lake. Mm -hmm. And so that's why there's so many deaths there. I believe it now. It's a fucking haunted lake. I believe it now. I really do believe that shit. Yeah, and that's what they were saying in the, so in the episode. That, like, the five years I was there, so many deaths that lake were there. It's crazy. What I am confused about in the last episode was when they was out there and... um. He met this girl when he was on the shrooms. Oh, the, the, yeah, yeah the like, yeah, that's what I didn't understand. And why was the girl that he was with his mother name? Like, I didn't and understand how he saw that. Himself, like, how did you see yourself when you were walking? Yeah, like, when like, he don't was, be him. Yes, and it turned out to actually be him. And in that moment, you see him and oh boy, walking by like. They make you not want to do shrooms, but I definitely. It's not even shrooms. It was like an edible. Well, I mean, it was a spaced out type edible, like, and it it was kind of like, why would you leave your friend if you want that shit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's crazy. Atlanta's just a good show. I do appreciate it. Definitely recommend it. I feel like it was well worth the wait. Yeah, I do too. It's crazy because we sat there waiting for calls too, and that wasn't worth the wait. Um, well, I mean, I, I guess I eventually got into it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we eventually got into woke, and that was only like eight or nine episodes, so that was real quick. Um, I really couldn't get back into the flight attendant. The flight attendant, because like I said. Gods. Yeah, American Gods. But I think American Gods is something, like you said, that we'll probably come back around to. Because um, the flight attendant was just something that was fluky. And now y'all got her doing this shit on a regular. Like she an agent and shit, but she's a horrible agent. Yeah, she's horrible at it. Horrible. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll try. I'll give her one more episode. Yeah. 
I doubt it for me. I'm not there. Um, it is a show that I was looking at last. Oh yeah, the baby. Oh yeah, the baby. That seemed like not the baby. D A or it could be. I it's don't know. T-H-E. Okay. The yeah, baby. it's called the baby. The baby. Yeah, however they want to put it. And I think they're trying to say that the baby got a bad spirit or whatever. And the baby is Damien. Pretty much. <laughs> that's what they're trying to say. They showed a lot, but they really didn't show nothing. So that's what made it intriguing for me. So I think I'm going to check it out. And I'm going to let y'all know what it's about. What was that on? Um, HBO Max, right? Yeah, so I'm going to check out the baby on HBO Max. And I'm going to let y'all know what that shit is about. And I think I might check out Firestarter because I did like it. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch Firestarter. Yeah. I wish they would stop remaking movies and fucking give the Wayans Brothers the budget that they want for white chicks, too. Okay. I would just say that every week, I think. Let's not like that. Listen to me. So maybe I won't. Yeah, maybe you should. Uh, bring it in, speak it into existence, babe. For real, because I want to see, I'd like to see white chicks, too. I haven't laughed out hard at a movie in a long time. And do not bring back Friday. Stop talking about bringing yeah, back Friday. Know, we want to stop. Yeah, we good off of that. Um, so that was what's popping. Now, let me give y'all Negroes the new music. It's been a lot of new music over the past couple weeks, but I think we was here when that Jack Harlow dropped, I think. Mm-hmm. Because we, we made one song, but um, put you on song. Oh, yeah, and I was that souped up. Class, yeah. yeah, I was souped up. Yeah, that first class up in his God, that shit hard as fuck. That's really a dope ass song. Um, that's really a dope ass song, and that album is pretty good too. But I agree with what other people were saying. It sound like a Drake album. It don't sound nothing like his last album, but it sound like he paid a lot of money. It's a lot of um, what you call that remakes. There's a lot of sample music on that shit. On his last album, that shit was pretty simple, heavy as well. But, um... Ooh, I think I wanted to... I think I wanted to uh, check it out or get it to... Uh, clap it up or get it the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah. But if y'all haven't checked it out, go check out the new Jack Harlow. The, uh, Come Back Home, The Kids Miss You. Some shit like that. All right, at the very top, we got, you already know, Kendrick Lamar, move out the way, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. His um cover art is beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. And if you didn't know by now, I like the whole album. Um, Yeah, I like the whole album. So, I don't know what else to tell y'all. If y'all don't, I agree with um a person that tweeted. I forgot what they said, but they was like, I don't trust people that don't like the Kendrick Lamar album. And I agree with them. Yeah, if, you weird. Yeah, you're weird as fuck if you don't like. Now, if you just never liked how Kendrick Lamar rapped and you was never a fan of his from the beginning, okay, cool. You just don't like his style of rap. But if you liked his shit and you feel like this is his least best, and you feel like this shit was ass or whack, I don't trust you, I don't fuck with you, and you one of these niggas I can't fuck with. But go check that out. Um, Post Malone got a single out called Chopped Up 
featuring Rowdy Rich. And this is going to be part of the clap it up or get it the fuck out of here. Let's see what this is about, P. Okay. Right now? You going to play it right now or you going to? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you want me to play it? I thought you was about to. All right. Um, this right here is called Chop. Oh, no. It's called Cooped Up. My bad. I'm talking about Chopped Up. It's called Cooped Up. Um, by Post Malone featuring. Oh no, we can't. We already played that. My bad, you didn't tell me I was watching the picture. We did. I didn't know. I didn't okay. hear it in the background. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll do it again. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. Okay, I like this. All right, well, Post Malone did what he always do on this right here. Um, I heard he should be dropping an album soon, so once he drop, I'm gonna be here for it because his last album was pretty dope. Um, so that was Cooped Up, featuring Riley Rich from Post Malone. The Chainsmokers, the Chainsmokers got it. Damn, they dropped another album. Didn't I just mention them dropping an album like two episodes ago or some shit? I don't know. Hmm. I said somebody, and you was like, I kind of like them. But the Chainsmokers got an album out called So Far, So Good. So Far, So Good. That sound like that'll be a pretty good album. So go check that out. Burner Boy. Burner Boy got a single out called Last Last. Called Last Last from Burner Boy. I heard it be mad um, women at Burner Boy uh, concerts and stuff. Females love uh, reggae music. Um, the Black Eyed Keys. I never heard of these niggas. The Black Keys. Oh, the Black Keys. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? Word. I definitely did. Oh, that's the only reason why I clicked into them. Fuck them niggas. I don't know them niggas. Alright, that's it. Ain't nobody else drop? Mmm. Um, Vori, Vori dropped the single, however you pronounce his name, Vori, V-O-R-Y. Yeah, he got a single out called Do Not Disturb featuring Nav and Young Blue. I really fuck with Nav. That's my guy. Nav, if you listening or anybody that listening that know Nav, that probably they may know Nav, tell him please drop some new music. I'm ready to hear from him. But go check that out. That's Vory. Single called Do Not Disturb featuring Nav and Young Blue. Ain't that Brandon Lake dude a country singer or something? I was just saying, I just said that too because I know you fuck with the country music. That's it. That's ASAP Ant. ASAP Ant just dropped the album. Okay. ASAP Ant just dropped an album called Lil Black Jean Jacket. Lil Black Jean Jacket 3. Okay, go, go ahead, ASAP Ant.
Oh, and I already told y'all about that Danny Lay Dead to Me song. I'm not even going to play it up here because that's definitely a get it the fuck out of here. <laughs> You think so? You want to play it? Go ahead. Let's play it. Pete want me to keep going on this girl for some reason. No, Come on, play that shit. What's the ballad? 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 Never catch up with what you said to me. You know you're dead to me. I ain't got no more time for toxic energy. No, no. Mama never likes your ass. Brother wanna fight your ass. Daddy hates your trifling ass. Smash your fucking baby ass. Cause you're dead to me. Yeah, yeah. You're so dead to me, baby. Too many excuses for me. Chugging the deuces, baby. You're fucking all these hoes. Thinking I would. Okay, yeah, because I sure about to change my damn. Yeah, change. Oh, yeah, thanks. What the fuck? I like this. Put that on my, put that on the mashup. You That's your hand right there. Sign with your oh, heart. I got you. Like the jam. Catch one of you routing. You got it. Thanks. This motherfucker told about you dead to me. Ain't got no time for that toxic energy. Brother won't fight your ass. Mother don't like your ass. Daddy said you trifling ass. And like P said, but that's your baby dad. All these motherfuckers been ain't like this nigga. But you was still my little bitch is a masterpiece. But you, you was all good. I don't care if she mad at me. She still gonna suck my dick. You was good with that. And you talking about he was fucking on bitches. But... Fucking these hoes. Those was his baby mothers. <laughs> and how about you was one of the hoes that they were saying he was out here fucking. Because for some reason you don't believe you was a side piece. For some reason. Now you not a side piece because you a baby moms now. Yeah, so of course you not now. But at one point, you was a side. Girl, P, P, that was, be mad at P, y'all. That wasn't me. Um, And then, like I told y'all, Jack Harlow, I think he was here last week when all them people dropped. Bad Bunny dropped. Yeah, ASAP Rocky, yeah, I told y'all about that. And IDK, yeah, I told y'all about that. Um, Put you on song. I got to put you on song right here, y'all. Lil Duvall had uh, tweeted, well, he posted on his page, I told y'all that, uh, no, he was like, I've been told y'all that Kodak is on the same level as Kendrick Lamar. And I'm like, no, he not. I mean, maybe in a Florida type of way, I guess. 
This sound hard. Alright, y'all. Here go to put you on song right here. This is called Wish I Never by Kalani. I'ma just press play right here. This is called Wish I Never by Kalani. Let's go.
Turn that down a little bit, Pip. Listen. Listen. Nah, I ain't even gonna play right now. Uh, yeah, I'm positive. I'm positive. I just wanna talk to my people right now. Once again, this right here was big, 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 big episode 24. You know what I mean? I was here, you was here, Pete was here, the guard dog was here. I hope y'all had a beautiful time. I hope we were saying some things that touched you and that you agreed with and even some things that you disagreed with and even some things that made you think. You feel what I'm saying? Because that's what we here for. You feel me? This is always a safe space for all my lesbians out there, for all my gay motherfuckers out there, even for all my straight people out there, even the trans motherfuckers. You feel me? We here for everybody. You feel me? Some shit we say you might not agree with, but that's life. You hurt. And, um, but, um, I miss y'all. We miss y'all. That's why we had to come this week. And, um, Next week, we'll be here once again, hopefully. Keep us in your prayers. Um, and we're going to keep y'all in ours. We love y'all, man. Um, shout out to Trav. Shout out to my cousin Netta B. Shout out to my brothers. Shout out to everybody that be, that be checking in every week. You heard? And until next week, bye, Felicia. Tell the people what you want to talk about. Um, I guess I was wrong about something. Oh. Because I've been hella wrong. Like, I've just been saying this shit wasn't real. This shit wasn't happening. They selling tickets. about to get a new fire fest. I, I was, was too. As you can hear, I don't know if you can hear what I'm playing in the background, but it's Lovers and Friends, and I'm alluding to the Lovers and Friends Festival with the spectacular, unbelievable lineup. Yeah. I just didn't believe it. Like, How? But they did it. It's happening right now as we speak. Oh, right now, right now? Mm-hmm. It's like a two-day event yesterday and today. Oh, okay. When did they say that? Because all that extra information must have came out hella late. Mm-hmm. Or it probably just came out to the people that bought tickets oh, and they shit. probably gave them the exclusive mm-hmm. information and shit. It's just a two-day event. Yesterday and today. And um, it looked like it was a nice place to be. It was 101 degrees, so, you know, it's an outdoor concert. So, there's that. It looked like the people were packed like pickles, but... Yeah. I'm guessing it was a great performance. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, I guess I was wrong. I mean, it took three years, two, three years for the shit to happen. So, I'm not mad at you, P, for one. And for two, I'm still happy. I never spent no money on that shit. And it would have been around the time where niggas needed all the money that they had in their motherfucking pocket. So the people that spent money to go here, I'm just, I'm just happy for them that they, you know, that they coins didn't get wasted. It wasn't a fire festival. Exactly. Shout out to Usher and Lil John. Yes, shout out to the people that put it on. And um, like he said. Oh, for real? Oh man, you should have started off with that. 
to the land with that. Uh, well, man, shout out to everybody that really, yeah, that's how you know it's real. If Lauren came out, cause she ain't even came out for her own shit that happened <laughs> like last year. So, man, shout out to everybody that was a part of it. And shout out to everybody that finally went after you paid your coins. And you was like, when the fuck is this shit going to happen? And it finally happened for y'all. So, I'm happy for y'all. But we just had to come back and do that because we just seen on the socials that it really happened. So, P just wanted to apologize. She didn't want to sit on it for the next week. Shout out you heard? All right, once again, this was episode 24. The world is ghetto. We out. Shout out.